Hey friends, you're listening to OKY. I'm your host, Michael Grove. Today is January the 5th, and we are here in our Bible reading plan in the book of Luke. So join me in the New International Version. I'll be reading today, Luke chapter 5. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats, left there by the fishermen, who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deeper water, and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, We've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partner in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled the boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, Don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that the crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. One day, Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. But when they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. 
Immediately, he stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. Follow me, Jesus said to him, and Levi got up, left everything, and followed him. Then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who belonged to their sect complained to his disciples, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, John's disciples often fast and pray, and so do the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours go on eating and drinking. Jesus answered, Can you make the friends of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them. In those days, they will fast. He told them this parable. No one tears a piece out of a new garment to patch an old one. Otherwise, they will have torn the new garment, and the patch from the new will not match the old. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the new wine will burst the skins. The wine will run out, and the wineskins will be ruined. No, new wine must be poured into new wineskins. And no one, after drinking old wine, wants the new, for they say, the old is better. This concludes Luke 5 and concludes our reading for today. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So this is a great chapter about making sure that everybody knows that there's a place for them with Jesus. As this chapter starts, we find Jesus in a boat. So he's pushed out, he's with all the fishermen who own those boats, and he's now sitting in one of them teaching all the crowd that was there. Now, for these guys to be fishermen, that meant that they have abandoned any hope of being teachers or rabbis. In their culture, by age 13, they would have known if they had the skills and the smarts and the ability to follow a rabbi in a way that they too could become a teacher. But since they were unable to do that, they went about the family business. So they had taken up the trade of being fishermen. That means there was no chance that a rabbi would come and tell them, come follow me. Remember two chapters earlier when Jesus was in the temple and I said he was answering the questions of the rabbi? That was showing because they were amazed that they all would have asked him, follow me, be a student of mine. But these men fishing had gotten past that point without anybody saying, come follow me, be one of my disciples, learn and teach. So now they find themselves being fishermen. So imagine when they're sitting there and this rabbi asks to use their boat. And after he had finished speaking, he tells them to go out into the water for a catch. Now there was something in them because of the way he taught that made them say, okay, we will do this just because you said so. 
So they are already showing that they still want to have that obedient nature towards a rabbi. And after they go out and they catch this huge catch of fish, Jesus says that from that point on, they will fish for people. He's inviting them in to be his students, to be followers of his. And what does it say in verse number 11? So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Here's these grown men who had no other chance of being able to follow a rabbi. And Jesus gives them the chance to walk away from this family business of fishing so that he can turn them into his disciples. Well, scroll down a little bit farther, and what happens? These friends lower a man who is paralyzed down in front of Jesus. Now, he is a sinner. How do I know this? Well, because we all are sinners. But bigger than that, the thing that Jesus says to him is, your sins are forgiven. So Jesus is addressing the fact that he even allows sinners into his presence, and he wants them there. The Pharisees get all worked up about this, and so Jesus says, fine, I'll just heal him instead. And he heals the man, and he walks out carrying his own mat. And what happens next? Jesus walks out and sees a tax collector by the name of Levi, walks right over to him, and as a rabbi, tells him, follow me. So he invites him on this journey as well, a tax collector. Now, people didn't like tax collectors then because essentially they were Jews that worked for the Roman government. And so they were stealing from their own people because the government would give them an amount that they had to try to collect, but then they would try to collect more because anything extra they collected, they were allowed to keep for themselves. Yet Jesus as a rabbi walks over in front of everybody, seeing that he is a tax collector and says, follow me. So Levi throws a banquet at his house with all these other tax collectors and, as the Pharisees say, other sinners. And they question, why are you eating with these sinners and tax collectors? And Jesus responds, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Do you see what all these things have in common? You start with people who thought they weren't worthy to follow a rabbi like Jesus. You move on to somebody who is a sinner and feels like they don't deserve to be in Jesus' presence. And then you go into those who are tax collectors and are sinners, and all the people question, why would you be with those sick people? Yet all along, Jesus is showing, this is a journey for everyone. Everyone has the opportunity to follow me. I think in the Christian world, we have gotten this wrong too many times. Salvation is simple. Call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. Yet we have made it this really difficult thing. Learn to act and talk and be like Jesus and you will be saved. Or walk away from that lifestyle and change the way you do everything and you will be saved. But it's much more simplistic for Jesus. Follow him. That's what you got to do. Understand that he is the Messiah. He's your Savior. And then just follow him. You deserve it no matter where you've been or what you've done. Why do you deserve it? Because Jesus says you do. Because he has invited you to follow him. 
And everyone has that same invitation, no matter where you've been, what you've done, what you've faced, or what you failed at. You deserve to follow Jesus because he has made it possible for you to do so. So all you have to do is decide to make him Lord of your life. No matter who you are, you deserve to follow Jesus. And so he looks to you right now and says, follow me. If you've never made that decision before to follow Jesus, to truly say, I'm going to forget all other things, and I'm simply going to follow him, then I encourage you today, Jesus would say, follow me. Make me Lord of your life. Or maybe you know someone who needs to know they're worthy of following Jesus. Make sure to tell them. It's our job to encourage people to give up everything to follow the one who loves them. And everyone has an opportunity to do that. So make sure you help them find Jesus and you tell them how much he loves them and he's waiting for them to follow him. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless. Thank you.